0: To eat us, To 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 Hey
1: everyone, it's officially legit.
2: Episode 54. We've made it to season 4. Holy shit.
1: And I'm sure you guys missed our beautiful voices while we we're gone for like two weeks. How long was it?
2: I mean, I mean, it was like a month. We had the legit list in between, but like actual episodes, it's been like a month.
1: This is true. This is true. Either way, if it felt like two weeks or felt like a month, it was to me. It felt like it was too long. I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad. I'm excited to be back for a fourth season.
2: Yes. Yes. Season four, a lot of changes coming up for this podcast. Um, Hope you guys enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah. So, do you want to continue that ride into your (laughs) intros?
2: Yeah, yeah. You already know it's your boy, Wilson, a.k.a. True Life. My spontaneous traits are actually a curse. A.k.a. The Greatest Hip Hop Festival of All Time is about to drop their lineup very, very soon. A.k.a. Stay Woke. And watch a documentary on YouTube called Everything Is a Rich Man's Trick. AKA it's 2019 guys. Please let's listen to women and start respecting them. Let's leave all that misogynistic bullshit in 2018. AKA, don't send me news and if your taste in music is trash.
1: And this is Kat, aka Um, Who would be interested in a support group for people who are traumatized by the movie Jumanji because I would maybe I'll start it this year aka I Have currently six broken eggshells in the kitchen guess who's gonna make an ASMR video after this aka (laughs) aka no one cares about your 500 plus connections on LinkedIn aka What do I have to do to get a Filipino restaurant? here and by the way i'm not talking about a ponset burger aka find me at american stage on wednesdays for improv starting next week maybe it's the week after that i'll check aka if you can't relate to eighth grade we literally cannot be friends with each other aka Filipina colada well
2: One? we gotta have a dialogue about Jumanji. like when'd you watch it
1: so when I first watched it, I was like a child. I don't remember when exactly. Oh, so when you're I talking about it.
2: the the OG Jumanji. Yeah, not the, yeah, yeah. Not the, not, the one, not the one with the rock.
1: Oh, no. I, that is not even like...
2: Oh, okay, gotcha. In the, the people, equation. People need, a, people need a support group because of how trash that movie was.
1: Right. No, the, I'm talking about the original Jumanji. The reason why I'm talking about it now is because it was on TV yesterday. And so I mm-hmm. rewatched it like as an adult now. And like honestly, I felt validated. I'm like... There is um, a lion in your bedroom. Spiders, cra- giant spiders crawling everywhere. Some a hunter guy trying to hunt you down. Like no wonder I was scared of this movie as a kid. I you am, know watching
2: it, huh? watching it as an adult, I realized that like I, it took me until I was an adult to realize that certain that the things that they saw coming out of the game were things that reminded reminded. Uh, uh, Robin Williams as a kid, right? Cuz like the the hunter was actually his dad.
1: What? Oh, I didn't yeah.
2: think about it that deeply. <laughs> yeah. No like no legit minus the mustache, you take the mustache away, that's that was his dad.
1: Oh my god.
2: Yeah. <gasps> and, like, and like there were other things too. There were other things that that like re- reminded him of his childhood. It's like a really trippy if you really think about it. You know. What I mean? Oh wow.
1: Okay, I'm going to have to have a third screening of this movie um with to see all the symbolism but no i'm literally like traumatized because like of the animal part (laughs) okay so have i ever explained to you how i can't walk into like um stores with (laughs) life-size animal statues or like no
2: what the fuck
1: okay this i wasn't planning on going this deep into the conversation but um you know those, like, furniture stores at, like, yeah, malls and stuff? Yeah, and I stuff? know exactly
2: what you're talking about, yeah. Where they're,
1: like, animals, and, like, they're not necessarily life-sized, but they're, like, they come up to, like, maybe your hip or, like... Yeah. Those sizes. And a lot of times, they're, like, jaguars and like, pouncing positions or, like, a lion roaring in your face and... I don't know. I think it's some sort of phobia because whenever I'm, like, in a store like that, I start getting, like, really dizzy. And, like, one time, I remember I went in there and everywhere I turned, there was, like, an animal, like, yelling at me or, like, trying to attack in an attack position. And I I was, like, I was going to pass out. I was, like, legit going to pass out. And I think it's because of Jumanji. Like, I'm afraid that they're going to come to life and attack me and eat me. Wow, so... Do
2: Do you think that, um... Some of, something has to do also. Like, all right, all right. Now let me rephrase that. Would would you ever consider uh, going to one of those like safari, thing, safari oh, no. zones thing? You know, talking about where you stay in in, in a jeep that's caged up and drive through like the the zoo. No, I don't
1: know. I mean, I like I did, elephants. I did that when I was
2: younger. I did that when really? I was younger. Yeah. Like I was like a kid, and it's kind of crazy. Like to be honest, like the giraffes and the and the elephants, and oh, when they come to your car. I've so kind of like, did
1: that. I mean, at Bush Gardens, I've done that, I guess. But, I don't know, I I, I think I wasn't that freaked out because they were so far away, you can't really see them. But, like, if I were to see those animals up close, I probably would, I think I'd freak out. Not freak out, but I would just be very overwhelmed by how huge they were and afraid they are going to eat me. <laughs> and this is Jumanji's fault, so... Yeah, if, if we meet on um, Thursday nights, um, there's gonna there'll be coffee and donuts. <laughs> um, yeah. So 2019, we're opening about opening up about our inner demons and our trauma. So.
2: Yeah. Um, so if anybody has Jumanji phobia.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me know.
2: Please contact Cat at kat at twoofficialtwolegit <laughs> The number two.
1: Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so now that we've talked. Sufficiently about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> please, Wilson, share with us the experience, the Rolling Loud experience that you had this past month in L.A. Because it was all over Twitter and oh. all over the internet. And I'm sure that there are even more stories that we didn't hear about or see online. So,
2: so, um, wow. I had, had a very, very busy month. <laughs> had a very very busy month. Like um, we stopped record, we stopped, we put out an episode last month on a Wednesday. Um, the following day, I flew to LA um, to start setting up for uh, for Rolling Loud. So le- let me give you guys an idea. Um, this is our first our first show that we actually had in LA last year when we went to. Uh, Southern California, we were in San Bernardino. That's like 45 minutes from L.A. So, being in L.A., it's, it's like the difference between St. Pete and Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. So, when we were in San Bernardino, nobody that was in L.A. that was like celebrities wanted to come to San Bernardino, really. Because it was like, it's not in L.A., you know what I mean? But being in L.A., it's like the Rays, you know what I mean? Like, with, with the Rays in, in, in St. Pete, nobody from Tampa wants to come to St. Pete. You know what Wait, I mean? Wait, so
1: which is which is which in the situation? Is Tampa, LA? Saint
2: Pete. yeah, St. Pete, San
1: Bernardino.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just give you an idea of how of how they're really not that far apart, is what I'm saying. Like they're oh, really that okay. that close okay. to each other. It's just like the 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 fact that it's an inconvenience to people, you know? Mm, so, mm-hmm. um the fact that we were in LA, we had everybody come out. Like it was it was I, I'm going to go through, like, these lists of people, and it's just, like, what?
1: That attended, that attended Rolling Loud? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. that were, like, guests and attended and shit like that. Um, I saw Don Cheadle.
1: <laughs> really? That's random.
2: Yeah. Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Are
1: you serious? I am...
2: Dead serious. That's <laughs> serious. Um let's see you can stop
1: Uh, there I mean nothing else no one else will impress me as much as Ronnie from Jersey Shore (laughs) and Don Cheadle
2: yeah Mike Tyson okay uh, Dennis Rodman
1: what
2: it it was just like a random slew of people like it was just so so many people that that were there Um, so you know it being LA were they all hanging
1: out with each other like, can you imagine yeah, was, Don Cheadle and Ronnie <laughs> the Trinity Shore? And
2: Dennis Rodman. Mike, Mike Tyson, Den, Mike Dennis Rodman, Tyson. Little Yachty, and Quavo took a picture together. As they and
0: should. It, it,
2: and it wasn't like they took a picture, like, in their dressing room. Like, no, nah, they were, like, in the open, in, like, the backstage area. Just, like, hanging out and getting drinks and shit like that. It was, it was a very weird experience for me. <laughs> very weird experience. So, um... It was cool because we were in a, in LA, right? But I'm gonna keep it real with you. I had a rough time the show. Like it was, it was. I didn't get to really enjoy the show at all. You know what I mean? Like it, the the, the stadium, the way that it's set up, um, it needed to be set up small. Like when I say small, I mean like, like, like it couldn't be too big. It couldn't be too big because um, the following day there was a football game at night, right? So they needed to wrap everything up as soon as the show was over and get the fuck out of there because it was a football game on Sunday night, right? So, um...
1: So then they have to clear the entire area The
2: entire thing was cleared up that night. That's crazy. Right, you're right, you're right. So they couldn't make it too big, right? Mm -hmm. Um, like when I say say big, I'm not talking about the stages, I'm talking about like the backstage area, right?
1: Oh, okay. It,
2: it It couldn't be too big. Um, so like it it was it was still big but it wasn't like huge so that was that was like a big issue for me though because um i needed to get to stage to stage from stage to stage right and it Mm -hmm. was damn near impossible because of how small the space was right it was like really impossible to get there efficiently okay even in your golf cart oh yeah there was no golf carts because there wasn't enough space there wasn't enough space for everybody to have one, you know what I mean. So okay, it was just like, I,
1: I can definitely see how that would affect your whether or not right, your experience
2: as right, a kid. Right, right, right. So um, yeah, imagine that no golf cart. <laughs> um, so it was it was tough. It was tough, but we we still made it through. Everything everything went well. Um, but with it being L.A. right, um, I have a lot of people that I know in L.A. that that i haven't talked to in a long time that just randomly now hit me up like casey veggies i haven't talked to casey veggies um do you know casey veggies is
1: um i'm not sure
2: okay he's a he's a rapper he kind of fell off now but he was like really popping like four or five years ago right so i haven't i haven't talked to him since like four years ago and like he hits me up with like hey man what's up like,
1: oh, how convenient!
2: Yeah, and he's from LA, so I knew, I knew, I knew what was going on, you know. Can you I mean? rap
1: one of his songs?
2: No, stop. Okay. <laughs> keep trying to get me to do this. It's not, it's not happening. It's not happening. Um, so, um, you know, Casey Veggies hit me up. I had randomly, like, I forgot that I had um, mustard, the DJ mustard. Forgot that he had my number, but I, I didn't pick up. So he ended up getting he ended up calling somebody else to help him out. Um, like all these random people just started hitting me up. But alright, so l- let's get to the let's get to the shits. First, like, I gotta tell you, uh, Gats did a really good job. I went to, I, w- I went to go see Gats perform. Um, that was the only actual performance I went to go see.
1: I saw videos. Look really good.
2: Yeah. Um you know, it, w- it was good. I-, I told him, like, you know, he performed in Miami, too. But in Miami, he spent a lot of time, like, not networking. He spent a lot of time, like, in the crowd and shit. So I told him, like, this time it was important for him to network with people and, like, fuck, like, fuck the show. Like, the show only matters, like, a little bit. Like, it's really about networking, right? So um he did. And then he-, he got he got a lot of connect so that's good. It's good that he, he took advantage of his time. We also, while we were there, took advantage of the fact that Wally was there and got <gasps> the Dan Rue picture.
1: That they look like they're related. Also, yeah. um, is Dan okay? So has Dan Rue like maintained his fan base? Because
2: D- Dan Ruh, Dan Ruh is still popping, he's and still especially popping. especially out there. I, I can't say that he's he's definitely fell off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, still, he's still popping. still. Once
1: people found out that he wasn't black. Or <laughs> that, not that he wasn't black, but that he was white. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember being very surprised. I was like, "Wow, the trickery." The-
2: um. So he he came out. Um, a, a black boy JB brought him out, and they you know danced together. Did that whole thing. Yes. Like Peter Piper. You know, like they they did all the dances together. Black boy JB is a very dancing guy. You know what I mean? So like it just made sense for him to bring him out. Um but yeah, he was there and he and I saw I saw Wally, I was like, Yo Wally, we gotta make this happen.
1: <laughs> so did you know that um Dan was gonna be there?
2: Yeah, yeah, I knew he was gonna be there.
1: So you're able to make sure that photo happened. Exactly. Good job.
2: Exactly. Um so it was just it was just a matter of getting them, you know, together. Like, you know what I mean? Um so, it was it was very interesting because uh, it was like worlds colliding a little bit to be honest because like, bro like it, it, Ronnie was there like Ronnie the guy that did did did, did, the, did the shirts our our our, our Basil Ronnie you know what yeah. I mean like, he was there then Gats was there and Dan Rue was there so I. <laughs> And Mike Tyson was there
1: <laughs> So I know how you generally feel about worlds colliding. Um, you hate it. In this case, was it a good case of worlds colliding, or it, it was it just weird?
2: It felt re- it felt really weird because we were in LA. Like you know what I mean? Like if it, it was just like what? Like it's one thing if worlds collide like in Miami or in Tampa. You know what I mean? But when you're colliding on the other side of the country, it's just like <laughs> what? You know? It's, it's, it's weird. But it was it was cool. It was cool. I didn't get I didn't get too much anxiety about it. Um, so let me give you my experience of of Rolling Loud outside of the work, right? So there there was there's there's just like this artist lounge, but that is done by that was done by Avion, right? And it gave out like free free drinks to people, and there were like people doing interviews and shit like that, right? In the artist lounge, um all the way at the end there was this bathroom, okay. So I go into the bathroom and this no lie, n- not joking. There was a midget in the bathroom. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and said midget was like like he was like he was like offering people as they walked in either weed or cocaine.
1: Offering or selling?
2: No, offering Offering like, like like on some bathroom concierge type of shit.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, wait, wait. What was he offering?
2: Weed or cocaine. Okay. I don't. I'm gonna keep. He doesn't work there. Like, he,
1: <laughs> oh, he I thought he was there. like no, hired to no, do
2: that. No, we would never. You know what I mean? But I was just very thrown off because I was just trying to take a piss and this like midget is in there. Like he's like standing on a stool.
1: Was he also? Was he also offering like paper towels and like lotion and stuff? No. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's that's literally all he was offering. So did and someone? Was, was it real? I was real? just like, I, yeah. I was, was just like, no thanks. You? I was just like, no thanks. So I, I, I. He just stood there as I was like pissing, right? Because I was like pissing, and then somebody else walks in and he asked him the same thing. He was like, "Oh, what gas do you got?" And then like he pulls out like he had, like this like hoodie thing. He pulls out of one pocket like this like bag of like, like pre rolls, right? It was like a ziploc bag full of pre rolls. Uh huh. And th- and then um he gave it to him and he was like, "Thanks, man." And he's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> that was, it was just like the weirdest thing ever.
1: So wait, did he, how did he ask people? Cause I
2: he legit straight up when I walked in asked me, "Hey, man, do you want any gas or coke?"
1: And, and then like, uh, for free? There so he, was, he,
2: There was no money involved. He legit just gave him the pre-roll.
1: Wow, okay. Um, did he have a business card or something? I don't
2: know. No, no <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a midget in, you know, uh, in the bathroom, standing on a stool.
1: Interesting business plan, but maybe he was able to... <laughs> look, he's networking, right? He's doing <laughs> right, free right, samples.
0: Right. <laughs> right. But I guess but,
1: it's, it's not... Wait... Well, okay. I was gonna say, well, like weed's legal there, right? But never mind I forgot about is. the coke part. <laughs> so it is, yeah. You can't just coke is a different story. But um... wow, okay.
2: So I yeah, have... that, that was that threw that threw me off like mentally because all I kept thinking about is like I haven't I didn't see that much yet at all the rest of the day, right? So like he just was he just like just chilling in the bathroom the whole time? Maybe. Maybe. So. um... All right, so the 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 suites for the artist was inside the, the stadium, right? So every you can you can like legit go on the field and shit. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it, it was like inside the stadium, it was really cool. Cool vibe. So you know, more importantly, I guess we, we got to talk about the Cardi B incident, right?
1: Yes. So as all of you who are listening Are probably very much aware, um, Cardi B was a headliner at Rolling Loud, and- First
2: female headliner of any hip-hop festival of all time. Yes,
1: that's specifically that. Um, she recently had gone through a divorce from Offset, and he went on stage-
2: Divorce.
1: Div- he's- Wilson's doing quotation marks right now. Um, and- during Cardi B set, Offset desperate to get her back, did this huge gesture. Went on stage with like roses and asked her to come back to him. During her during her performance, um, Cardi B did not react. She did not like it. At least that's how it appeared um, during her performance. And um, people people had a lot of feelings towards it towards towards offset towards cardi B's team her publicist and rolling loud
2: so so let, let, let me let me start off by saying this l- l- let's backtrack actually to okay. the day before to the day before um the 21 savage performed okay
0: mm-hmm
2: he brought out offset and then he had a uh, the crowd the crowd yell take, take him back Cardi yeah right. so I
1: remember seeing a video of that too
2: right 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 um,
1: so everyone is you know adding on the pressure for Cardi B to take Offset back everyone seems to want Offset things Offset is, wants is truly changed this time he loves you let's do this Cardi
2: Alright, so here's the the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk logistics first. Before anything else. Before anything else. If you're Cardi B, Mm -hmm. okay? would Would you expect your security, your manager, our security, the police escort that you had us get you, all let Offset and his crew, like those people that rolled, rolled the shit out, mm-hmm. right? Offset and his crew get on stage without you doing?
1: No. No. And I mean... Imp- I'm,
2: impossible, right?
1: I mean, I'll admit, like, I, I got caught up in the drama, I guess. And I was like, "What? how dare he do that? How dare everyone go against what her wishes are? You know, but when you really think about it, it's a huge orchestrated performance. And unless everyone is working together for it to work, it won't work. And.
0: Okay.
2: So I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a rundown of things, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Give you a rundown of things. About 20 minutes before Cardi B got on stage. She went on Instagram Live. Okay. She was in the Sprinter on the way to the stadium. Okay. In the Sprinter, she's like in the, in the IG Live, she's singing, right? This like song about le- le- leaving men.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: in, in the IG Live next to her is her publicist. Okay. There's a video of her publicist walking offset on stage.
1: Yes. That was blindly shared.
2: Okay, I I'm not saying that it was planned, but I'm also saying that it was planned. You know what I mean? Look, look. If Cardi B came from love & hip hop, mm-hmm. she came. She legit is bred. She blew up because of fake fake drama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was also our first female headliner. Our first woman rapper to headline our festival ever, right? That was a big moment. And what better way to look like a strong woman than to kick your man off stage? Kick a man off stage. You don't you know what I'm saying? And it I I it, I just don't know how people believe that it was that it wasn't fake. to me to me from my eyes it looked way too fake for people not to believe that it was fake
1: um so you love and hip-hop thing is definitely a good point um she comes from a background of like reality tv right like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um fake drama and um people kept saying like wow i can't believe that her pr team her publicist her team did all this just you know For money or for exposure or whatever but never considered that Cardi would have wanted is very aware of how much exposure and how much publicity this would get for her like why wouldn't you think about how she would recognize this would benefit her too you know like why would the team be thinking about that without her it doesn't make sense to leave leave Cardi be out of this out of all the planning for this
2: right so then you know uh, you know, the, ne- the next day comes along and people are starting to mix logic with their logic, right? So people are, are like, hey, maybe her team did set it up, but she didn't know, so they did it behind her back. Okay, so if that were true, right? If that were true, people would get fired, right? Mm-hmm. But then she gets on live and says... That 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 don't talk shit about her publicist, and don't talk shit about her management, and don't talk shit about Offset. You know what I mean? Don't, don't talk shit about Offset. Like, what, wait, what? You know? Mm-hmm. And people still don't get it. People still think it's us or it's her team or you know what I mean. First of all, the the fact that it's us is is out of the equation. Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. No, it's, it's it's not possible. Um, and why would it? That, why
1: would it be possible? Just in case where people are wondering that, why wouldn't it why, be possible?
2: Because all right, For, he, so here, people here, who
1: think it is possible, they think. Here, oh, here obviously, are, Rolling Loud is going to get a lot of exposure from this. So why? How would you?
2: Here are the, the way is the way that it goes, right? Our job is to provide whatever the artist wants to happen on stage. Like nothing happens without the artist consent first. Okay. So uh, whatever happened was consented.
0: Be- mm-hmm.
2: it, it would not just consented but advanced by the artist. Mhm. Like f- period. Like it, it, nothing nothing happened without them knowing or them dictating it. Mhm. You feel me? Everything everything was was planned everything like all those cakes and shit were fucking sent over overnight the night before you know what i mean like by her team like everything was planned
1: yes it was very elaborate
2: yeah but one thing's for sure um we went viral we went viral um we didn't know exactly what what was gonna happen you know what I mean? After that happened, like, it was it was going to be... We were either going to get a lot of backlash or we were going to get a lot of, like, eyes on us.
1: Well, I got both. But,
2: <laughs> like, we got initially backlash, like, the night that it happened. But no no major media shitted on us. At all. Like, at all. Like, the morning after, we all we got was positive exposure from everybody.
1: Do you think it's because all those major media outlets are very aware of, like... How this is a publicity stunt? Possibly? Because all those Allegedly. major
2: media outlets aren't idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they're not idiots.
1: I mean, maybe a year, a, a year and a half ago or so before we did this podcast, when we early on Wilson told me about how there's a lot of um, just a lot of fake drama, fakeness, planned things, publicity stunts in entertainment in general and as like time has gone on Wilson has kind of like opened my eyes to that like see you didn't, you know you heard about this well actually it's more like yeah it's not really what it seems to be and so I feel like I'm just like now this like jaded person that whenever there's some sort of like huge issue in entertainment I'm like mm, but is a publicity stunt? I don't know. I have to take that like, second to like really reconsider, and I don't feel like my it's like an emotional roller coaster. But I'd rather know <laughs> the truth.
2: <laughs> right, right. Um, but I, I will say this, man. People, people, like still. All right, so there's a the difference between people on the internet and people in real life, right? People on the internet, they know whatever they see, right? So the there was no live stream for her performance. So nobody was able to see a live stream. And if you weren't there, all you saw was the video cl- clips that people posted, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: the people that weren't there, okay, were are, you know, the people that mostly commentate on these things. And they're like, oh, Cardi, they, like, they'll tweet Cardi, never perform at their festival again. Well, we'll see. That's all I'll say. <laughs> wow. We'll say see. that one more time. We'll see. see.
1: All right. Because there's, yeah, we'll definitely see. There's another huge, huge event coming up that you're planning for, uh, Rolling on Miami, which is only, what, a few months away, which are going to just go by so fast.
2: Yeah, we'll see, guys. We'll see. We'll see who gets the last laugh.
1: (laughs) It's going to be Wilson, just laughing on his his golf cart.
2: Yep. Damn right. I I miss my golf cart. Um, so, uh, immediately after that happened, um, so we had, like, a little bit of a break, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, the, the show was Friday, Saturday, um, my flight wasn't until Monday night, so I had Sunday, I had Sunday to be in LA, right? But I was fucking tired. I'm gonna keep real with you, I was still jet-lagged, I was, like, Physically tired from all the fucking walking. You know what I mean? Like When did
1: you get there? What day?
2: Thursday. Okay. So, like... But Thursday, like, we got there and we kind of, like, went to work sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, on Sunday, uh, we went out to dinner. And um, there's this place in L.A. that I highly recommend. If you guys have the money... To go spend on good food, right? Because it is, it is very, very expensive. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, super expensive. But it's really worth it if you have the money, right? Did you have to pay called, for it? Fuck no. <laughs> but <laughs> it's called katsuya, right? cat. Mm-hmm. Um, let me explain something to you, okay? There's this bowl of rice, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's fried rice mixed in with, with wagyu beef, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, there's, it's it's like beef. Imagine beef fried rice if the beef was wagyu, right? Like, like expensive shit. Mm-hmm. So there's a bowl. One bowl of that rice is like sixty five bucks. Okay. It's it's expensive. It's expensive, but it is I'm not lying to you. It is the best rice I've ever had. I don't know. In I'm entire, gonna, I'm
1: gonna in have to. My entire life. I'm. I am very. Um, reluctant to believe that rice would be that expensive but i'll i would i'll believe it when i
2: try it's the beef and like the fat of the beef in the rice and it was just listen it's it's the best rice i've ever had in my life um but yeah it's super expensive i'm not like not getting into details of the dinner because it's a little little bit of a private thing but it was it was good to have it with some of my nearest and dearest you know what i mean um very important. So um that happened and then Monday comes along, right? Monday was a chill day, and it was sort of like a decompressing day, wrapping up things of the show, making sure that people that we need to get refunds for, that we need to pay out get paid. Mm-hmm. Um
1: So all the so, logistics.
2: Yeah, all the logistics shit. Um the 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 cool thing about LA, right? Uh-huh. Is um, their transportation system? So they have something called the, the the line, right? Where it's legit like scooters. It's scooters. It's motorized scooters that you just rent out. Like literally, it they and you rent out, and when you're done using it, you leave it in the street, and then like somebody else can rent it out. And so pick it's it like
1: up. so it's like a bike share, except way cooler
2: with scooters. Yeah, it's motorized scooters instead of bikes. It's so fire.
1: Are they scooters like mopeds or scooters like the kind that we had when you we were like Yeah, no, grade? it's
2: like it's like the kites for the 7th grade except they're motorized.
1: Like the kind that would like hit you in the ankles?
0: if Yeah. You... Oh, that's cool. It's
2: so sick. It's so sick. So like we, we you, you can rent one, you can like use it, and then when you're done using it, you just leave it. And it's, it's all done in an app, right? So the app is what turns it on and what turns it off sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or not, but activates it or deactivates it. I mean, so and it's not even that expensive at all. So, yeah. No, I. I l.a is a really cool place to visit in short, no, in short doses. Oh,
1: I'm going there in February. Oh. <laughs> I completely forgot. To, he's like, wow! I'm like really excited now because he can tell me what to do. I yeah. I booked well, my flight. Well, how flights. long are you going for? Um, it's gonna be a Thursday to Monday situation.
2: Are you there for like a wedding or something?
1: There for my friend's birthday. We she's just all she loves L A. and we're gonna go and hang out there.
2: Well, if you have a day, a whole day out of that time, to like do stuff outside of whatever you guys already have planned, let me know and I'll make a list of things that you should do.
1: Let's do it. I think it's pretty like open right now, and I want to do the I want to do the scooter.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really it. cool. They're literally everywhere. Um but alright, so that that basically wraps up my LA story. I, I flew back, I didn't get pneumonia. That was like the, the main I, important thing.
1: I'm mostly proud of you for not getting sick.
2: Yeah. I because last year when I came back from California I was dying. Um so let's talk about the holidays. How was your holiday, okay.
1: It was nice. It was very low key. Um we you know spent it secret santa giving gifts um spending time with family um but yeah otherwise i was mostly in bed by like midnight so
2: (laughs) (laughs) um so i went to go see family Mm -hmm. right and um we
1: saw each other for like 15 minutes I, i
2: was i was in Tampa for a little bit um before that uh and so i guess i gotta tell the story of, of, of the the sweaters okay yeah so ronnie shout out to ronnie man big yeah. shout out to ronnie Ronny, out to a MVP clothing. This. yeah um R- ronnie the day that i needed to go to tampa right was like yo i'm i'm trying to get these these uh these crew necks done um you, where are you going to be and I told him I had to leave for Tampa by like 5 o'clock right? Mm-hmm. He's like shit I don't think I'm going to get it done by then um like send me the address of where you're leaving from and I'll send somebody over there now and I and I gave him the address and he legit sent somebody with mine and your sweaters literally that got there like 3 minutes before my bus got there.
1: Wow yeah thank like, you Ronnie I wore that sweater like for a few days straight <laughs> I was wearing it and I wore it on Christmas day or Christmas eve no Christmas day um, yeah, Ronnie
2: really came through man I, I appreciate Ronnie so much he's done he's done a lot for us and he's, he's a real MVP I designed um, the
1: sweaters like a year ago um, and so it's always it's like extra special to see it in real life mm-hmm. and they're so comfy too
2: they're super cozy yeah um so, yeah, when I got it, I was like, "I gotta get this to cat like so we needed, we were trying to figure out a way for a way for us to link up before I left to go see family and shit um and so then cat pulls up to my dad's crib right with my Christmas gifts, and then mm-hmm. I give her and then I give her you know, I gave her the sweater um so cat was like, "You gotta open this one now though
1: you have to open it now." <laughs> Do not wait. Do not put it under so a tree.
2: I opened it, and in a Ziploc bag was a delicious cronut. It was so good. Homemade. I see what the hype is about. I
1: mean, not homemade by myself. Homemade by phrase yeah, yeah. donuts, which is next yeah.
2: to it. no, I, I see yeah. what the hype is about. I was see it what the good? hype is about. Did you it heat was it so up? Good. A little bit.
1: A little, just a little bit. That's all you need. And the next yeah. time you're here, you can try one fresh too. So
2: word. Um, yeah, no, it was so good. And, and I appreciate the shirt that you got me also. That shit is fire. Thank um, you. So I have a lot of nieces. And I have brothers and sisters. So I wasn't able to bring your gifts with me. It's fine. You know what it's mean? fine. Because no, I had to travel with all of their gifts. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, you know, yeah. So, um, yeah, I have I got yours and Rob's gift. Um,
1: Maybe I should me. open it next time we record.
2: <laughs> what, like a live recording?
1: Yeah, we'll have an Instagram live, and then I'll open Wilson's present.
2: <laughs> um, So, that was, that was basically my Christmas, honestly. It was just chill and some family shit. I didn't really tell anybody where I was. You know what I mean? Like, it was on some chill shit I didn't want. I had a lot of... Last year was just a lot of... A lot of a lot. Like, a, lo- a lot of people wanted to be around me. I, I needed some time... To myself, you know what I mean. So I spent a lot of time just playing video games. You didn't.
1: I don't think you really told anyone that you were in Tampa.
2: No, you you had
1: said that you weren't going to be back in Tampa for like until like next year.
2: Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want anybody to know Mm. that I was there or where I was going or anything. Um, So. Did you get uh, any new
1: records for your your holiday? I did.
2: Gats got me Astroworld. So I already had Astroworld, right? But he um, got me like the, the alternate cover for Astroworld. So now I have two Astroworlds.
1: Nice. Our record collection grew too. Um, one of Matt's gifts to me was Unapologetic by Rihanna.
0: Fire. Record.
1: Um And I was super excited for him to open his present. Um, one one of the presents wasn't a record, it was a, world, a Red Sox World Series app. We don't have to get into that one um the next one were two records and one of them was um pink floyd dark side of the moon important for you know his collection because he's a huge fan that's like classic and Mm -hmm. the next one was um he had after cuba our cuba trip he really matt really got into cuban music and he started listening to this cuban singer from like the 70s or '60s or 70s he's a folk singer called silvia rodriguez and since he is Cuban, like, it's super hard to find his music, physical copies of his music here. And so, you know, I did some calling, and I was able to get it for him. And I just, you know, it was, like, one of those unexpected things. But it's me, you know? Present master. Um, so we have, we're, we're going to, like, figure out a way to, like, really um, fix up our record collection, like, setup because it's Mm -hmm. like it's growing you know we need a if you have any suggestions let me know because right now we just kind of have them like in a somewhere in the corner but
2: yeah i I need a new crate my crate is full and i want to get more stuff but i don't know where to put it so i haven't gotten anything Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: um so for our office right the Rolling lot office i i have like i always get everybody gifts you know what i mean So, um, yeah, I did that whole gift giving before I left also. I don't even want to run down. There's too many, too many people, but I got everybody gift. Everybody got one. The security got one. Everybody got one.
1: Do you guys do Secret Santa or no?
2: We do. We do. We still haven't done it yet, though, because not everybody's in town.
1: So you're that person that does Secret Santa plus gifts for everyone. Yeah.
2: I'm an overachiever.
1: Good job. No, I like that. I didn't do that this year, um, but so we did Secret Santa at my job and that was super cute cuz it was like a little present every week and then a sock uh, like a, a not a sock a stocking at the end filled with stuff and then you reveal who you are but yeah. in addition to that i decided to get my boss something it was really small but it's basically just like you know those like happy birthday banners that people like with mm-hmm. the letters and they hang up well i got her one that said please leave by 9 cuz huh. <laughs> she she always like she has people over and stuff and she's a really good party thrower but she like you have to be out by nine o'clock or like do not linger so that was a perfect gift i saw i was like i have to get it for kelly um yeah it was it was a successful gift giving season i think
2: yeah yeah i'm i love i love giving gifts i love giving gifts more than receiving it to be honest like it's just like 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 the feeling of actually being thoughtful you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like actually thinking, thinking about what this person needs versus what they want. Mm-hmm. You know things like, or, or like, or like trying to balance what they need and want, sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, 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 I think it's thrilling. It's a thrilling experience. Honestly,
1: it's like taking a drug. That's like, that's what I imagine like heroin to feel like. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Okay. Like that high. Like okay, okay no, no, let me
1: explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Like knowing okay you know that this is exactly what this person wants but the person may not even realize that they want this right and then you see them opening it you see them mm-hmm. pulling it out and then realizing what it was and that you were able to look into their soul and figure out exactly what their soul needed yes gotcha. and then they're just so excited and they're like how did you know it's like because i'm awesome and yeah that the the high from that is just addicting
2: <laughs> gotcha
1: So that's that's really why I like to give gifts, not because you know the spirit of Christmas, but just because it gives me this high.
2: (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I went back to Miami, um, and I, I went back to Miami because I had some work that I had to do. Or I'm gonna keep it real with you. I actually I realized now. In retrospect, I didn't have to come back to Miami until like January second because a lot of that stuff I could have done from wherever I was at. Uh But I did, I did, I did have some stuff that I needed to do, and but life works in whatever way. Because if I was, if if I if I stayed in Tampa, right, then I wouldn't have a good story to tell today. (laughs) Then I wouldn't have a good story to tell today. We'll get to that we'll get to that part how was your new year's first
1: new year's was nice we spent it over at our neighbor's house and like it was the first time no I mean not that's not true our neighbors we took care of our neighbor's dogs while they were gone f- on a trip and this is the first time Matt and I ever took care of dogs in general but like
2: mm-hmm.
1: so we were kind of like nervous a little bit but we love that we love dogs they're cute how
2: was Lux how is Lux around dogs
1: no she's terrible with pets so the dogs never actually came into our house like she will be she will beat other animals up i've seen it before it's gotcha so we just went over to their house and we would like feed them but also in addition to that we had to like give medicine to the dog to their two dogs we had to give one give a medicine to one of the dogs like with peanut butter or you try to do the whole pill pocket thing like sticking your finger down their mouth and closing their mouth making sure they swallow it it was it was an experience. Um, but, what kind of dogs? Um, I don't know what kind of dogs there are. They're, um, one is, like, medium-sized, and the other one's big. <laughs>
2: if you, oh, okay. if,
1: if that gives you an idea. But, like, the big one is the one we had to get medicine to. And, like, also, in addition to that, you couldn't... Like, she was recovering from, like, ACL. A- 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 what is the thing? Mm-hmm. The surgery? <laughs> But, um, so she was recovering from surgery, so she couldn't, we couldn't allow her to jump or run anywhere, and we had to give her medicine. And this was the first time we had ever taken care of a dog, ever. Um, so we learned a lot, but we also grew to love these dogs. And, um, so we did that for, like, a few days, and they came, the, our neighbors came back a couple days and then a couple days later, we celebrated New Year's with them. So it was nice to, like, come back and see the dogs with their owners, knowing that we didn't fuck up, fuck them up or anything, or, like, you know, worsen their health situation. So they were fine. Um, we just, like, hung out in the living room and drank um, some champagne, watched Anderson Cooper laugh really weird, as usual. Um, and it was nice, you know? And then we were back, we were back at home at, like, 12.15, so... <laughs> In bed yeah. watching that Anderson Cooper clip over and over again of him taking the shot.
2: Yeah, he's he's a very awkward guy. I'm going to keep it real true. He kind of ha- gives me serial killer vibes.
1: What? Come on. No. Yeah. No way. He gives
2: me serial killer vibes. Stop being biased and actually think about how he looks and how he talks and his mannerisms. He gives he's serial killer vibes.
1: Have, have you seen the video of him where he can't stop laughing about a story about P? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I think that's just endearing. I don't get serial killer vibes. Endearing? Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, you can't stop laughing. Serial killers don't, like, laugh, I don't think. Unless they're, like, in the middle of murdering
2: someone. Gotcha. Well, I could imagine him making that laugh when he's in the middle of murdering somebody.
1: He can't even take a shot. How is he going to dismember someone, you know what I mean? And that dismembering someone is an important part. Of murdering people, not that I would know, but I did watch Bandersnatch, so.
2: Gotcha. Um. So. Um, man, where do I where do I begin?
1: Yes, how was your New Year's? Well. <laughs> Sheesh.
2: So New Year's, um, I I, w- I went into New Year's not having any plans at all, right? My only real plan was that I was going to go hang out with some family, okay. Um. In Fort Lauderdale, which, um, like, I, I was looking for backup plans to do something, but, like, I, in the back of my mind, I kind of didn't want to do anything. I I, I I had, like, this weird moment, cat on the 31st, and it was around 10 p.m., where I just, like, everything started hitting me, cat like, everything from this year, from, like, my court case and, like... Rolling Loud and like everything, everything just
1: starts... that I taught you,
2: <laughs> everything that you taught me, um, you know, like my, my grandma dying and like mm-hmm. it was just like a, a lot of shit. Like started hitting me, and I got like I got real. Um, I started really get, getting real in my feelings, but not like in a sad way. More like in a in a like just a lot of different feelings. You know what I mean? Like sort I'm gonna
1: do something about. Myself.
2: Right. So I ended up, you know, for, for for the ball drop, going over there to my cousins, um, uh just hanging out for a little bit. I was out of there before one, right? Mm-hmm. I was out of there before one. I was back home. Um, and I started playing video games, right? Uh, but like I'm I'm like in in thought. And in, in my in my in my head, I'm like thinking about a whole bunch of other shit while I'm playing video games, right? hmm so th- th- this sounds like it's like some movie shit, right? but like I, I, I stop I stop playing video games no, I'm, at this point it's like three something in the morning, right I, I get in my balcony and I just I pour myself a drink, <laughs> pour myself a drink and I start thinking like and I start thinking and really thinking and like um I started thinking about my ex um, which is, sounds like such a cliche thing to do, you know what I mean? But, like, um, specifically the girl that I'm talking about is... And Kat, I ask you if you could please bleep her name out every time I mention it. It's like, I feel like out of respect for her, I have to say her name. But out of respect for her, can you bleep it out, please? Can,
1: can we have, like, a, a fake name? What if you call her VX?
2: Nah, man. It's whatever. I'm just gonna... So I started thinking about this girl... Um, Mm -hmm. and like, uh, this girl is the same girl that in the first episode of season three, I talked about getting into a relationship and then regretting it immediately. Um, and mind you, I've tried reaching out. Oh wait, this is that same girl. Yeah.
1: The one that came... That visited you, and then you were in a relationship for, like, 27 minutes or whatever?
2: Yeah, yeah, the one that I went to go visit.
1: Oh, my God, okay. That just added another layer to all this, okay.
2: Right, right. So, since that day, she hasn't talked to me at all, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Understandably. Like,
2: at all. Like, um, I've reached out, like, at least 10 times in different times. Like, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Christmas. That night, I sent her a Happy New Year text.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Never, never even read my message. Like, you know what I mean? Like, completely didn't say anything. And then, like, I started thinking. Um, in the legit list, I made a prediction for next year, saying that I want to get in a relationship, that I'm gonna get into a relationship this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really started thinking about like, why? What is it about her, about this girl, right? That why is it that I need her to forgive me so bad?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, that was, like, that was, like, a big thing. Like, wh- why is it that that matters? Why, th- why do I care? Like, m- this is, like, me that I'm talking about. I don't mm-hmm. really give a fuck about anything. Like, wh- why do I care so much about her forgiving me? Um, and then, like, I started realizing, like, I have to, I have to face the facts. Like, I have, to, I have to be honest with myself. And the truth is, like, I never got over her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I never did get over her. Like, yo, like, um... We never ended things on bad terms when we broke up. We ended things because she had no choice but to move to another state. And we didn't want to try that long-distance thing. And she ended up getting a whole different... Like, her her life changed. She had a kid or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then she moved back to Florida. And, like, by that point things were just different right so we never really made it work after that but like we stayed in contact throughout everything throughout our whole life and the the issue is like she set like the standard in my head right of what a girl should be
1: yeah so it's kind of like a michael scott and holly flack situation where you really were into each other but the reason why you broke up wasn't because either of you lost feelings it's just because of like you couldn't do long distance
0: Right. But the feelings right. are still
1: there.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, um, uh, I, I started thinking, like, about so-and-so and so-and-so and all these other girls of why it wouldn't work, and it was because it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <coughs> Specifically, it was like, it was one of those things where, um, they couldn't live up to her, sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, <clears throat> I, I told myself, like, if she's not going to work out with this girl, I got to let her go.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> and I feel like you told me that one time. So, like, I, I couldn't really think about when you told me that, but I heard you telling me that in my head.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, <laughs> I don't know why, at 3 a.m., in my balcony, I thought about you telling me this. So I was like, alright. Well, I'm going to try calling her. So I called her one time. It's 3 in the morning. Of course, she right. did pick
1: up. On yeah, New Year's, I mean, right?
2: On New Year's, right. Um, I was like, alright. I have to go see her. <laughs> I have to go tell her. Exactly how I feel. So... I, I booked the first flight out of <laughs> out of Fort Lauderdale to Tampa, um, I, it was literally like 6.45 a.m. I didn't go to sleep at all, you know what I mean? I stayed up, I went out there, um, I took an Uber straight to her house, um, knocked on the door, and she opened the door. And the moment that i heard the door opening cat i wanted to run because i'm i'm going to be honest with you and i'm going to be honest with this podcast like i it, i realized that night that i really do still love that girl you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like i knew that if i saw her i was going to be weak and i wasn't going to be able to say anything and like i was going to i was going to fail at the reason why i was there period but I I stood strong.
1: Yeah, you got that far. You literally just booked a plane, gone plane, got there.
2: Yeah, I stood strong. Um, And uh, she opened the door. She looked, like, really surprised. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm here because I want tell you that um, I can't have feelings for you anymore <laughs> she was like what are you talking about
1: First, so to her doesn't she already know that like isn't that the last thing that you said that you can't be with her
2: I said that I can't be with her but I didn't say that I also told her that I still loved her okay yeah and I and I told her too like I still do have feelings for you but I can't be with you, and I can't have feelings for you anymore. And like, I, in order for me to like start being okay with this, I need you to know. This is it. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna have any expectations of us getting back together ever again. Like,
0: mm-hmm. like,
2: I kind of don't want to be friends with you either. I don't think I don't think I can. At least not right now, or anytime soon. You know what I mean? So this
1: is you, like, putting that nail in the coffin. I feel like... I feel like maybe she recognized that. But it was mostly... This was mostly... Even though you were telling her this, you needed... This is for you to hear it for yourself. Right. And for you to state it.
2: I need to know that she knows it. You know what I mean? That that I feel this way.
0: hmm
2: I don't know why. I just needed to know that. Um, and, like... I was like you know like i i told her exactly what i had just just told you like i held her to this like pedestal like where no girl can be her you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like and like that's not fair because if i'm not gonna be with her and then what's the point right you know what i mean like and and i was like honestly like it wouldn't work even even if right here right now we decided to try to make this work like it's not gonna work like you live a life that I currently do not want to live. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, and I can't hold myself up. I can't put myself on hold for somebody that wants to live that life. You know what I mean? That I don't want to live. We're not compatible with each other anymore. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not. And I have to tell myself that. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. And, like, we got, like, this weird moment where we neither one of us said anything and um, and she was like, Alright, well I um, you could have you could've called me and I was like, I did call you and you didn't pick up. She was like, You called me and she looked at her phone, and she was like, Well you called me at three thirty in the morning <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it
0: was
2: like, Oh, well, I called you and you don't answer any of my texts And she was like, Well, I mean the last time we talked and I was like, Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's not gonna happen again. Um and like she went for, like, a hug, and I was like, let's just keep it at a handshake, and we shook hands, and she was like, all right, well, get some sleep, you look like crap, <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool, thanks for the compliment.
1: How, so how did she react to all of, to all the stuff that you said to her, because I'm sure it was a lot to hear, like, when you're not even expecting each other. She started crying,
0: she
2: started crying, yeah, she started crying, um, that kind of broke me a little bit, you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, because I know uh, you know how like it's it's sort of cliche but like when you know you know like I, I know that in some kind of way she still feels for me too right mm-hmm. but um, I can't I can't hold her feelings to, I can't let her feelings towards me hold me down either You know what I mean?
1: And, yeah, and also it goes the other way around, too. Like, both of you need to just move on. Well, that's what it seems like. Did she appreciate you doing all of this, or was it...
2: No, she did. She did, and she told me she did. She said that it was... That she didn't realize that it was necessary, but she thanks me for doing Mm
0: -hmm. it. Um... Wow. So
2: yeah, I um I tried to get a flight back and there was none available. Right, because so, it was New Year's. <laughs> all right, so I, I hopped on I hopped on a bus, um, the first bus available, and um, that took that time. Like I didn't sleep while I was on the bus, but I I took that time to just think. Like maybe like was, I felt I felt good. I felt good after that. I felt like that was needed like I I'm not gonna lie I still do care about her I still do love her you know what I mean that's just not gonna go away right Mm -hmm. away but I feel better about about myself after that
1: well I think you know it's fitting that it happened on the first of the year because it's all about like new beginnings and stuff and in order to begin a new chapter you have to end The previous ones wow that was deep that was so deep um but I think closure is important that's if that's what you needed for closure then I'm glad that you're able to get it
2: you know I um in 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 the back of my mind it was always there right but I never really acknowledged it I I told myself like hey I deleted all my pictures with her I don't I don't I don't text her every day like Man, I, I, like outside the exterior I'm like, I'm good, I'm fucking other girls, I'm seeing other girls, but like in reality the reason why a bit not not the only reason, but a big reason why I haven't been able to move on to somebody else is because of just the expectations. Right. You know what I mean? hmm Yeah. But not. Nah, I'm I'm past that. I, I needed to let her know that and you know who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows what's next?
1: Yeah, but that's Just not with her. Twenty nineteen, lots of lots of new unexpected things that could happen, which is exciting.
2: Yeah. So, how was your break? Oh wait, wait, did we get, were we gonna talk about Coachella before that, or did you want to talk about Coachella after?
1: No, so I was going to transition from that. So, with New Year's, um, actually, no, there is no transition. It's like no this transition. huge life thing, and then now we're gonna talk about Coachella. I mean, you heard about my break. Um, it was good. Got yeah. to hang out with dogs. Um, had some champagne. And right now, like right now, I'm kind of just in a. Everyone's coming back from the New Year, which means I have um, a shit ton of stuff to do. And mm-hmm. the break was nice because it was I was able to get in touch with family and stuff. But now it's like, wow, I'm, I'm back back on the grind and i'm just like trying to get back into the into the um, rhythm of things so um but it was good thank you for asking
2: cool cool um i thought you were gonna be a little more exciting i'm not gonna lie I spent oh wait a whole, I, I spent an hour and five minutes talking about my break i thought you were gonna hit me with something else
1: i do want to bring up about how um I am taking the next step in my improv career, because that's really exciting to me.
0: Okay, So Tell me about it.
1: So, I was in this, like, 10-week course, right, where mm-hmm. um, doing improv, like, learning what's called short-form improv, mm-hmm. where you're doing little games. We kind of did that on the 50th episode. But the next step is learning long-form improv, where it's not just those games, but you're really, like, building stories and stuff off of the improv.
2: <clears throat> right, right. And...
1: In my improv class last year, um, there were only, like, three other students, and only two of them showed up every time, and then the teacher. Now I decided, like, okay, like, I know, I don't know, like, what I would get out of this in the long run, like, what sort of thing I'd want to do with this improv experience in the future, but I just know that I really enjoy it, that it's an outlet for me to express myself, and that I want to just keep doing it. Because it's one of those things where you have to keep doing it where you like get rusty you know so i decided i enrolled in an improv class this for this year um at american mm-hmm. stage which i'm pretty excited about because every time you like bring up how oh i'm doing improv people automatically go oh are you doing it at american stage so that's kind of like how i first heard about this place like okay this must be like the place the legit place to go for training and I enrolled in their level one class for long form improv, and I start Okay. I start in the, I think it's, I don't think it's next week, but I'm going to check my planner, but yeah, I'm going to be starting really soon, and it'll be like once a week again, and a bigger class, and I'm really excited. Like, I, last year, I remember like, I just decided to do it because I, I needed, I wanted something to do on a Monday night. And I saw it on Facebook, I'm like, oh, I'm curious, I'll try it. <clears throat> but now I'm like that I'm really glad that I just like decided to do something for fun because I had no idea that it was something that I'd be like I hate saying this with passion about. So yeah. i okay, For the next okay. for the next chapter. And also I like that I've been able to bring the art of improv to my friends. Next time we see each other, we're going to have to do more improv games.
2: (laughs) It's going to happen. I don't know about that one, Chief.
1: It's going to happen. And um, I sent in my vacation requests for, like, the next three months. So I'm going to L.A. next February. Um, uh, Anna's going to be coming to visit in March. And I also sent in requests for Rolling Loud weekend, so...
2: Oh, yeah, no, you got to make that happen. Wait, how, 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 how long are you requesting for Rolling out Week?
1: Friday and Monday.
2: Okay. <laughs> that but,
1: was quiet for a while.
2: Well, no, I'm thinking, but you you got to make your way to Miami on Thursday, though.
1: Would that be more important than Monday in case I can only do two days?
2: Nah, after you get off of work, just drive to Miami.
1: Oh, oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean.: So that yeah. way you have
2: all of Friday. Yeah. Wait, nah, man, I just realized, damn, all right, so we, not, actually it doesn't matter because we're not going to be able to hang out anyways, because I have a whole festival on Friday anyways.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So um,
2: you're just trying to avoid going to Tootsies I, I see exactly what's going on.
1: Wait, I figured we'd go on like later later in the weekend. I'm ready to go.
2: i fuck I'm gonna be working
1: when when do you okay we'll have to figure it out but basically i'm trying to make sure i get all these vacation requests in because i know that i have this new role creative team leader and this is a new year i feel like 2018 was building up um was learning a lot for me people that i know on my team and now this is where we really get to like use the new like skills that we learned and we're going to have a really strong year. But it's like, okay, now you actually have to make it happen. So the pressure is on but I'm excited to see where we go.
2: Word, word.
1: Yeah. Um, but, speaking of things happening this year, Coachella is a, <laughs> is a thing happening this year and um, they released their lineup very recently. A little too too soon.
2: Well, all right. So l- 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 let me ask you, Kat. Do you ever care when Coachella drops the lineup?
1: Um, I am curious. I don't know if I would say, like, care. But I'm always curious to see who is the person headlining.
2: Okay. Yeah. So hold on. I'm, I'm looking it up right now because I forgot who else is, working, who else is on it. I'm
1: Childish Gambino was. Is he still on it? Yeah. Yeah. I knew, and I know that Kanye was supposed to be on it, as well as, who was the third person? Tame Paul. Paula. No, originally. They weren't-
2: Oh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah.
1: Justin Timberlake.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you. How do you feel about the lineup as it is right now? We'll talk about what it should have been. How do you feel about it, how it is right now?
1: So right now, the headliners are Tame Impala, Ariana Grande, or actually Ariana Grande. That's Grandi. That's how to pronounce it. Um, and who's other? Is it still Chayesh Gambino?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that's a really great lineup. I like how um, there's a variety of headliners. And I, mm-hmm. think those, I think all three of them are big enough to headline Coachella. I mean, you're going to have a hard time following up Beyonce. Like, that's just how it's going to be. But, I mean, I think Ariana Grande is at a point in her career where she's, like, huge. Tame Impala is a huge non-pop slash hip-hop act. They're huge. And then Childs, you know, like, I mean, nah, I, I guess you could have maybe... Actually, I think that's kind of like arguable whether or not he's big enough to headline Coachella, but he's like the He's not. He's not. Right. So, I he's mean, I guess that's either. one case. He's really popular, but he's one case where I'd be like, yeah, I could actu- I could have actually seen someone else headline.
2: Okay. So, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to first let you know something about Coachella, right? Mm-hmm. L- last year versus this year. And actually, we talked about it on the Legit List of, about how they they've, they've been trying to get so urban
1: right
2: right last year with them having the weekend beyonce and eminem mm-hmm. that's a pretty urban headlining headlining crew right mm-hmm. last year they also had tyler the creator they had scissa they had daniel caesar they had brock hampton they had, like flatboy Zombies. they had like i think it was like i, I counted like 30 something acts that were urban right. right
1: and if you compare it to like the first uh, lineup they had when they first came out. Matt showed it to me. It was like all rock. So it's been really interesting to yeah. see the transition, how hip-hop has influenced like just music right. in general and also music festivals.
2: Well, this this lineup is also very urban too. It's a very, very urban lineup. Like, it doesn't look that way with Ariana Grande and Team Impala, mm-hmm. but like they have a lot. They have a lot on this lineup. Um, so, I want to ask you, Kat, be honest with me, do you think Childish Gambino should be headlining that day?
1: That day specifically, Friday?
2: Yeah, so they have underneath him Janelle Monae, 1975, DJ Snake, Diplo, Rufus Dussault, and Blackpink on, on the line underneath. Do you think any of those guys are bigger than Childish Gambino?
1: Um, I would have probably expected Diplo to be the headliner over Jihadish
0: Gambino.
2: <clears throat> I think either the 1975 or Diplo are bigger. Mm-hmm. To be honest, what's this it, 1975
1: song? I'm just not that familiar. Uh,
2: I I can't tell you the name of it, but the the jingles in my head. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the the jingles in my head.
1: Okay, but either way, we yes. If I had maybe if I knew their music, I would maybe agree with you. But yeah, I. I would have probably expected Diplo.
2: Okay, so, um, I I, I don't think he, I, I think that that was just like a risky move by them, to be honest. He's not, he's not, he's popping, but not that popping. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at the live stream. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I might go, I don't
0: know. But. So,
1: this is, so I really like, um, Childish Gambino's music and put that out there. Particularly, like, um, what were the what was what were the albums before Red the song with Redbone the album with Redbone on it?
2: because of the internet
1: because of the internet like I really love those song and I also really love Redbone but most recently Redbone and um, This Is America like what are his other like huge huge songs Feels
2: Like Summer Feels Like Summer was Oh late.
1: wait that's true but I mean compared to like
2: Oh he hasn't had a big song since Redbone.
1: Right. Even exactly. this is America
2: wasn't that big. The video, the video went viral, but the song, the song didn't do numbers.
1: Right. So he's only he only really has like a couple really huge hits. Right. Which so I mean,
2: to be exact, I, I looked at the numbers. He's only had like three massive hits. It, it was like three thousand five, uh, Redbone, and there was another one from Because the Internet. I forgot the song with the song where in the video. <clears throat> oh, fuck. The song with Janae Aiko. Hmm. I'm
1: not sure. I mean, he has a lot of songs well, that I like, but I feel like c- to be a headliner, you would need to have more than a couple huge, huge hits. Yeah. So.
2: Facts. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he's sto- he has something that, you know, he hasn't. He hasn't released, you know what I mean? Maybe.
1: Maybe I don't know. And maybe so he knows was, something
2: we don't know. Was there they, any? They gotta know something we don't know.
1: Was there any other like standout song off of that album with Red, or is it just Redbone?
2: It's terrified, and um, uh, that was actually it. Was just terrified. Those are the two uh-huh. singles. Yeah. And Redbone. Um, so. All right. So, like, I, all right, now. Let's talk about what the lineup was going to be,
0: right?
2: Mm-hmm. With Kanye and JT. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it would have been better than this?
1: I mean, personally, I like Tame Paula more than Justin Timberlake. So, well, Ariel...
0: yeah.
1: Right. So, I mean, also, I think that they...
2: I, don't I, know I the would answer. say that he's more... Justin Timberlake, headlining Coachella, though, has the potential of insane reunion.
1: Do you think he would do it? He seems like you... Yeah. Was there a it's, reunion? It's, it's
2: Coachella. It's Coachella. It's like the one place where you have to do those things. Like, like Beyonce had to do the Destiny's Child thing. You know what I mean? Like, she had no choice. It's Coachella. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. So, you would have, like, maybe a really great one-minute segment. It would be more of... than that. Like it,
2: it, it would be like, it would be, like, four songs.
1: So, like, four songs, but, like, just little clips of... Basically, what I'm saying is like the really one big part that'd be really great in Justin like set would be that like really short piece of "Then Reunion.
2: So so, I mean, so you don't think he has so you don't think he has enough solo hits to have a good set? No,
1: song? I like "Senorita" and I like "Rock Your Body," a rock, yeah, rock, yeah. Rock I'm your telling
2: body. you, I'm telling you. Like, I think I think he would have had a really good set because he has a catalog for it. You know what I mean? Has he
1: done a music? Has he done other music festivals before?
2: No, see that that was the other thing. He's never he's never done solo a, mu- so a music before.
1: I'll say this: if he fo- had a focus on like doing his older music, not just his new music, then that would been that would been really really good and better than, and better than Tim Paula. But if he only focused on his latest album, it would have sucked.
2: <laughs> right, but in, with Coachella though, like it's like, going to use a weekend as an example, right? The weekend dropped, uh, my dear melancholy, my dear melancholy, a month before Coachella, right? Mm-hmm. And only performed two songs off of it. You know what I mean? Like True. he performed all the rest of his old di- catalog. Is it's about the hits? You know what I mean? Like Co- Coachella is like the place where you perform the hits.
1: So, um, despite okay, so if they did lose a little bit of steam by replacing justin timberlake with tam and Paula. by the way why did justin timberlake drop
2: out can't say
1: okay well you can't say but can't say. ariana grande um i don't you know you can argue about who's bigger on a ground economy at least right now right but no, it's I not th-
2: arguable argue- ariana grande is bigger like, right like ariana grande is the biggest act this week that that weekend like
1: what well, I think it was a really smart choice replacing her, replacing him with her because she's like she's a huge pop act replacing a huge hip hop act. Like it would have been hard to re- to find someone that could replace to, Kanye. To
2: be honest, she she replaced Justin Timberlake though.
1: weren't yeah. they uh, Was Kanye on Saturday?
2: Kanye was on Saturday. Yeah.
1: Oh well, that's I mean that's an even b- better situation. Like taking someone who was like a really huge pop star, like maybe. 15 years ago, and placing it with the hottest pop star right now, yeah, that was a great decision.
2: How do you feel about Tame and Paula replacing Kanye?
1: Oh, hmm.
2: See what I'm saying? Like,
1: I mean, I really love Tame and Paula, but in that, that changes the dynamic.
2: So, Tame Impala Paula has an album coming out. They're doing their festival run. They're performing at a festival in Atlanta the week before Rolling Loud, where I think I'm going to go to. But, um,. But, so, if I was doing, going
1: to Coachella, I would still be really happy because I would love seeing them live. You know, I would love yeah, seeing and, them and
2: there. Like, that day has Cuddy, Solange, Weezer, Base Nectar, like Wiz Khalifa. Like, Apex there's, a, there's Twin, a lot of.
1: J Balvin Sheck West. Yeah.
2: First of all, look how high of a building a Sheck West has. Mm
1: hmm.
2: Sheck West is on the same line as Wiz Khalifa.
1: That's. That's
2: weird to me. Like well you no, know, he's just that song that song got so big. You know what I mean that song got so big.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, so I wanna ask you, do you think or how much I'm gonna ask you your opinion before I tell you what I know, right? Okay. How much of uh, that TMZ report about Kanye and Coachella? How much of that do you think that impacted this lineup and the way that it was dropped?
1: So in the I want to make sure that I have this correct. TMZ reported that Coachella couldn't handle or wouldn't agree to Kanye's uh, setup for his performance, and that's why Kanye decided to drop that because he wanted to be able to have his like stage setup or that or nothing at all. Is that what?
2: That is correct. As I the 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 exact words were that the stage was too small, so he wanted to extend the stage. Mm-hmm. But in order to extend the stage, you get to do it for the whole day for everybody else, and Coachella didn't want to do that.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. Do you think that that report is the reason why the lineup dropped the way that it did?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm not. Well, I mean, maybe just the Tame and Paul that day, but I don't see why it would have affected Sunday with just with Ariana Grande replacing Justin Timberlake.
2: Gotcha. I, I guess what I'm asking is, all right, so the lineup dropped at 11:50 Eastern time.
1: Oh, PM. you're
0: you talking about I mean? the time,
1: like the timing yeah. of the dropping of the lineup right. dropping. Um, so I have learned very recently from you that lineups need to drop. Um. When is it usually, like, during the daytime on Fridays or whatever?
0: Yeah. Right, And right.
1: they dropped it pretty late in the day. Was it nighttime?
2: It was, it was nine, like, 9 p.m. Pacific time, yeah.
1: Okay, 9 p.m. Pacific time is, like, a really weird time to post anything in general. For right. any sort of drop. Um, so, no, I don't, I have no idea why would they feel the need to drop it that quickly? Why couldn't they just wait until the next day during the daytime like I don't know I don't see I don't understand why they would do that
0: Mm
2: mhm um I think honestly they panicked they panicked they they saw they saw the reports a a lot of the Kanye fans were upset that he wasn't on the lineup right Mm mhm um and they needed to do something so they replaced I feel like they replaced Kanye quick and they, they they put it out they put it out fast,
1: mm-hmm. so that people could see all the other great stuff that they had going on.
2: Because in, in that TMZ report, right, was also reported that um they were unable to lock in uh, um Rihanna also, and right. In that same TMZ report, so
1: I mean, okay, so when you could have had Rihanna and Kanye, and I guess Sasha Timberlake, like, and then. Releasing this lineup, I mean, you have Ariana Grande, but compared to those three other people, like it's the lineup I seems a little weaker.
2: I feel like they probably tried to replace Kanye with Rihanna. Oh,
0: that
2: that that to me that's that's what that report that's what it sounded like to me. The, the, they were trying to replace Kanye with Rihanna, and um, they weren't able to, so they got Tame Impala.
1: Do you know why Rihanna didn't do it?
2: Um, project's probably not going to be done in time.
1: Mm. Is that your own personal?
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't. If if her project's not going to be done, why would she perform old music? You know yeah, what I mean?
1: that's very true. That is very true. Um, wow. So, does TMZ ever try to um release Rolling Loud's lineup ahead of time or expose it?
2: Um, we, we avoid all that stuff, so the we hope not, <laughs> we hope not, Whatever. Huh. Yeah. Not. No, that shit, that shit's never gonna happen.
1: Knock on wood.
2: Knock on wood, exactly. Um, alright, so, final, final prediction, this is, is this, uh, this is lineup of Bopper bop Flop.
1: Overall, compared to what it could have been, it's a semi flop. But me personally, liking all the artists, it's a bop. Does that make sense?
2: I, it makes perfect sense. I get it.
1: Yes, because personally, okay. I would love to be there for all of these performances. But that's just me. That's my own musical taste.
2: Hmm. Um. Yeah. I, honestly, I was there. To, I would love to be there to see I'm actually considering it. To be honest, I'm considering it. Probably more than likely not going to happen, but I'm considering it.
0: <laughs> mhm.
2: Okay. Moving right along. Um yeah. So, we got we got to get we got to get real, I think, right?
1: Right. I mean, <clears throat> we as you've covered so far, There's a lot that goes into the music industry, and it's not always straightforward, you know, as we see with Cardi B. Sometimes there's a lot of different things going on behind the scenes that we don't know of. And recently, there was a documentary put out exposing just how... um, how much goes on with the music industry that maybe that we don't know or if we do know or people do know about it, people turn a blind eye. And yes, I am talking about Surviving R. Kelly, the documentary that just came out on Lifetime talking about R. Kelly and all the really horrendous things that he's been doing for decades.
0: Did yeah. you? Yeah.
2: Um, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. I was actually excited to watch this because mm-hmm. um, I I have been, since since I was a teenager, right? Since I was a teenager, like, kind of following, like, all the weird shit that that guy's been doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just, to, just to see if, at one point, is he going to get caught, you know what I mean? Yeah. And at the same time, it's sort of like, how is he that good at avoiding the law? At a, not even just the law, but just, like, avoiding... How, like people speaking out on it like,
1: accountability yeah like he has such a strong fan base it's like people don't want to face it
2: right right it's it's kind of it's kind of fucked up and crazy
1: um so I'll admit um I up until like maybe two years ago I like still listened I would put ignition the remix on all my play, party playlists and you know. I was mostly like I had heard the rumors about like the P video and stuff. Like I was aware of that, but I never really took the time to look into everything that he had done. So I didn't. I feel like I wasn't really aware of just how terrible R Kelly was up until maybe like two, three. No, it was probably like three years ago. I was. We were. I was like a coworker and I were talking about trapped in the closet and mm-hmm. how funny and stuff it was. And then our friend, uh, another coworker of ours, was like. R. Kelly is a piece of shit. And we had, like, a whole discussion and just, like, oh, my God, I didn't realize how horrible he was. Like, I never really thought about it. And so since then, I, like, have... I couldn't really, like, listen to his music anymore. And then that BuzzFeed article came out uh, talking about the sex cult that he he has, or I guess allegedly yeah. has in his house. And I read the whole thing, and I'm like, okay, so it's, like, widely known that he's this huge... Um, like predator and that women are like girls are missing and that he like preys on like younger girls so this is like a known thing and then this documentary comes out and you just see like yeah everyone knows but no one's gonna do anything about it he just keeps getting away with it
2: right right um so let me ask you uh if let's say let's say you right Mm -hmm. you have a friend then you and you you would think that your friend right mm-hmm. is uh seeing r kelly
0: mm-hmm.
2: how what is your approach to trying to get your friend out of that situation because th- that that part right there the approach is the part that gets really messy because nobody really knows what's the proper way of handling that
1: so it that depends on on something um a couple of things. One, am I... Are we, like, 14 in middle school? Or are we, like, the age (laughs) that I am now?
2: Um...
1: Am I 17? You're the age that you
2: are now. No, you're the age that you are now.
1: I would tell... And then my friend is also the same age? Yeah. So I would tell her, make sure that she's aware that she is seeing a pedophile. And she's, like, seeing someone who is abusing people. So that's what I would say. If I was a... Underage girl, middle school, I mean, it's going to be tough because, like, you're, like, you're seeing this guy who's, like, older and, like, you don't realize how you're being victimized, right? Because you're, like, you're not you're not capable of thinking like that yet, at least. Um, I mean, I would have to get her parents involved. I would want to call the police, honestly. Like, he has done so many illegal things, but making sure that she doesn't see him anymore is, like, would be the most important thing taking her phone I don't know I'd have to be like a parent
2: (laughs) okay now let me ask you what if you guys are younger
1: same thing like getting her parents involved and seeing I mean okay so a lot of the people that are in the situation where their girls are missing and stuff they were some of them were willing and they didn't realize that they'd be losing their daughter to him like they were thinking maybe of just like of her career her potential career but you would have to make sure that the parents are well aware that their kids are being taken advantage of. hmm So your kid is being taken advantage of. Like, yeah.
2: Okay, okay. Um, So, the shit is weird, Kat. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, like, I don't know how he's been able to get away with it this, this long. I, it doesn't click to me. You know what I mean?
1: Does he have that much money and power being He
2: so he is he makes a lot of money from his past catalog. Like right. I believe I can fly is still making in buckets for him. You know what I mean? Like a lot of money. And like so he he makes so much money that the fact that he still tours tells me that he's only touring to get girls.
0: Ugh. Yeah,
2: he like 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 he doesn't need to tour, you know what I mean? Like he, uh-huh. it, like like I saw somebody say, "Oh, R. Kelly is still touring because his he's broke," right? That's not true at all. Like, he's not broke at all, and he's literally just touring just to meet you girls. It's it's sick. Um, all right, so I I talked about I think it was in season two about how, um about groupie culture right Mm
0: -hmm. and how
2: groupie culture can be like a really messy situation you know what I mean because like it's in the hip-hop community in the urban community it's accepted you know what I mean it's it's accepted and like
1: so what do you mean by groupie culture like girls it's it's
2: not it's not uncommon for a rapper slash Influencer slash singer slash whoever Actor. whoever is of importance, <coughs> right? Um, to get his team to go look out, look look for girls for them and bring them into the party bus into the into the dressing room is not uncommon. Right? You know what I mean, and and it's also not frowned upon in in within the culture because um, uh, it's normal, right? right? So it's also normal, um, for uh the girls, right, to lie about their age.
0: Uh-huh. You know
2: what I mean? Like, it's it's very common. Like, I've seen, when I was on a tour one time, I've seen girls with fake IDs, and, and but the security guard was also, like, used to be an ex-police officer, so he was able to tell that the ID was fake. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, what happens when those lines are crossed and you're not checking for IDs? Or... You don't care how old they are.
1: Mm, so that's the problem: is that they that don't care you, how old they are.
2: Right. That's that's where it gets messy. Um, R. Kelly did an interview with uh, Wendy Williams where he where he said that he that it's not about the age of the girl that he doesn't he doesn't like young girls that he likes girls that are petite, right? <laughs> that he likes girls that are petite. Okay. Um. Like, i a sick pervert, man. Like, honestly.
1: I mean, okay, there's a difference between being petite and looking like you're 12, 14, 16, right. 17. Like, there's a difference. You can find women who are mature enough to make and old enough to make decisions like that and teenagers that you know are um, impressionable, who you know are probably able to be, like, manipulated easily like he looks for those types of girls you know they're not he's not looking just for a certain body type he's looking for women that he can easily like shape and like get to do whatever he wants to do
2: so after watching the first the first cup the first two episodes of that documentary right um and how they they talk about how his music was influenced by certain specific girls and specific situations Mm -hmm. and I, I started in my head like going back and thinking like oh my god that makes so much sense <laughs> and it's what do disgusting you mean? what do you mean like like uh, you know keep it on a download ain't nobody gotta know oh AJ um, nothing
1: but a number you're talking about yeah. his, the music that he made yeah in the past um, yeah
2: my body's telling me no but my mind's telling me yes or other, way, other around. way around other yeah, way around he, yeah, that would be better if it was that way, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's...
1: Yeah, it's, no, he is, like, it's like he's dangling it right in front of us. Like, right. how he's totally guilty of doing all of this. And he... And, and don't,
2: like, don't get me wrong, he is...
1: He's, like, unashamed.
2: An incredible artist. You know what I mean? Like, th- like there will never be artistically, artistically, right, another R. Kelly. Like, it's... A fact, like it's, he's he's on his own tier. Like you know how we consider Michael Jackson on his own tier, right? But like Whitney Houston on her own tier. Mm -hmm. Um, it's he has his own, he set his own bar and musically, right? But that's the problem is the fact that he set his own bar. It's to the point where that that covers him from any damage. You know what I mean? That covers him from any damage, and I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't see how how he's gonna be stopped. I don't see how he's gonna be stopped. We like there's video evidence, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. There's
2: video evidence. There is at this point there's hundreds of different allegations. You know what I mean? Hundreds of different allegations.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's um. There's DNA evidence. Okay? Well,
1: I mean, it's it's going to come down. With all this evidence, really it's going to come down to this. Are people going to care more about the music that they listen to, that this, like, this figure that they really don't know personally, but they think that they know, or are they going to care more about the women that he abused? Are they going to care? Are they going to believe them? Are they going to believe these, like, the black girls and black women that he abused because normally they're lower on the totem pole in terms of caring for and believing it, it's going to come down to that are, who, are the, who is society going to choose to care more about um, and historically right. it's always gone to the former so which is really sad
2: right but I, I guess what I'm asking is even if today right mm-hmm. if today people stop listening to his music is that gonna change anything? Is that gonna stop him from doing what he's doing? I don't think so. So, I'm be honest with you. What I, I don't think stopping to listen to his music is really gonna is really gonna fix this issue.
1: Well, it's well, really, in order to fix this issue, it's going to be about. Um,
2: he's gotta get put in jail.
1: Accountability, right? Like the okay, only if person if, if, that's
2: gonna take him down is himself, is what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean are people going to change their view and decide to go after him strong like stronger this time? Or is or are people gonna let him get away with it like before? So that yeah. I mean it isn't gonna be just like, all right, no one let's stream his music anymore, but like are people going to actually make sure he pays for what he did? And I, I don't know, I hoping that the documentary and people's responses to it show like a mm-hmm. turn of the tide and show that people are changing their views and realizing how horrible he is and how horrible it it has been that we've let him do these things for so long um but i mean we'll see i feel like like i have really low expectations of um like people like r kelly actually getting the punishment and being held being held accountable because i it just doesn't really ever happen unfortunately so
2: we'll see yeah Uh, yeah it's I don't know man, I I you know, I I hope for the best for these women. You know what I mean? They like it's Stockholm Stockholm syndrome is a real thing. You know yes. what I mean? And no, the the fact that they defend them they still defend him is incredible. Um his ex wife doesn't want to give up his last name because she still thinks about him. You know right. what I mean? Like that's that's it's really crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And she apparently got it worse than everybody else because, apparently, from my understanding, is he doesn't he doesn't physically abuse like he doesn't beat on any of the other girls, but he beat on her. You know what I mean? Oh, on wow. top of all the other stuff, you know, like, like, like that was what 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 I got out of the documentary is like he doesn't he doesn't actually hurt the other girls, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, like physically. He doesn't mm-hmm. hurt the other girls. But he did hurt her sort of thing. So she, I guess, got the worst end of the stick, if that, that's even possible. But, um, so,
1: something, one more interesting thing about Surviving R. Kelly, and then I want to kind of segue into something similar that I'm seeing with a current artist. But um, what I thought was really uh, disturbing and intriguing was how R. Kelly seemed to... The music that he puts out, it, there's a huge variety and it appeals to a wide variety of people, right? You have the music that he first put out where it's like really like super sexual, bump and grind, and then you have the ones that are more soulful, the ones that are perfect for parties and like having a good time, the ones that are like perfect for like church, you know? And it seemed like he was, he put out this music so that he could appeal to, um, a number of different types of people and get them to be fans of him and now those same people who are like in churches and stuff still support r kelly even though um and if he had maybe just stuck to one style of music they wouldn't have cared that much or wouldn't have de- gone to so far to defend him but they all these different types of people like him so i thought agreed,
0: that, agreed.
2: yeah and also um yo like it, it is true in Kid, little kids graduations and mm-hmm. first days of school and shit like that like i believe i can fly and world's greatest are like the go-to songs
1: right so this kind of brings me to another artist that we've kind of talked about doing shady stuff really sketchy stuff and it's drake so i'm not saying that he has like some secret sex cult or whatever But he does really sketchy things, particularly with underage girls. He has it in his music. He, like, there's a line in one song where it's like, high school picks, you were bad then, whatever. And then this thing with Millie, Millie Bobby Brown, where he's texting this underage girl. And then also that clip that recently surfaced where he brought this girl up on stage, was kissing her, then asked her for what, what her age was, and then... When she said she was 17, he continued talking about how, like, hot she was and, like, how he doesn't want to go to jail, blah, blah, blah. It was, like, it's really, really sketchy. And I feel like if we were to, like, if something were to happen where he was exposed, I don't know for what, and then we look back on all these things that he's done, we would be like, wow, why didn't we say anything? Why didn't we do anything about it when these were happening? Like, they were all pointing to the same, pointing to something that I feel like no one wants to admit.
2: Okay, so the, the I see what you're saying, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but the difference between, um, not, not comparing the two, but it's the only thing that I actually have to compare it to, mm-hmm. but the difference between R. Kelly, R. Kelly's situation and his is, um, R. Kelly actually was out in the open with this shit, you know what I mean, like, like, R. Kelly was, with Aaliyah, doing interviews with her, dressing the same. Yeah. He was, on, he was on the album cover, or the cover for AJ Nothing But A Number. You know what I mean? Like, like if you Google that cover, like you see him as a silhouette in the background. You know what oh I mean? Oh, God,
1: that's so creepy.
2: Yeah. Like, it's in, like, w- with Drake's situation, right? Um, that video, that video when it happened that that did circulate like that video right mm-hmm. but then he also had like a, a tim westwood interview where he like talked about um stop like stopping bringing girls on stage because of that reason because like yo like like i can't trust i can't trust the arena staff to id these girls you know mm, um okay so that doesn't make him not creepy you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's, like, a different... It's a sort of, like, a different situation. Um, That's
1: true. That's true. Um, but it just it just reminded me of it because, one, he has a few sketchy things, but also he has this, like, widespread appeal. Even, like, similar to R. Kelly, but maybe even bigger than that, where mm-hmm. Drake has, like, the rapping thing, but the pop thing, too. People just love him pop culture-wise. Like, he's huge. And if he were to do something illegal or whatever it would be really hard to take him down
2: right man all i'm saying is r kelly and every single one of his staff members that was involved in any of this should all go to jail for a very long time yeah because it wasn't it wasn't just r kelly it was his security it was his manager Mm -hmm. it was his tour manager it was his brother's all yep. of them should be in jail for a very long time. Like, they're all fucking disgusting.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not, and it, it goes deeper than that. It was his basis. Sparkle, like, she knew that they were all those girls that underage, too. His, his wife should go to jail. Like, all, everybody, every or his ex-wife, like, they all should go to jail.
1: So, for those specific people, like, her, his wife, I would disagree with that, because she, when you're in a situation like that, I feel like you're a victim, too, and, right, um, but be-
2: before, she, before she was a victim, she knew, though. Like, uh, like before she was buried to him, she knew that he had a thing for young girls. And that he would fuck young girls on tour and shit. Ugh.
1: Celebrity culture. It's out of hand. It's always been out of hand. But, and I feel like right now we're finally seeing just how... Well... We're not just seeing it now, but we're having more conversations about how um celebrities take advantage of their power and their status.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. Um yeah, all of them all of them gotta get locked up. Fuck them all. Um but yeah, on a little bit of a, a brighter note, I think we should move on.
1: Yes. It's time for sports <laughs> cat takes on sports. Um it's been a little bit since we've had a sports segment and this season we want to make sure that we have it consistent consistently throughout the season and especially because the Super Bowl is coming up and and NFL playoffs start this weekend. Yes. Yes. So one thing I do want to say about the Super Bowl is I really hope that the Patriots don't make it. <laughs> I really don't want them there.
2: You don't want them to make the Super Bowl? Not, not even them winning. You just don't want them to make no, it?
1: I no, don't, I don't want them there.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. I,
1: okay, so I don't want them there, one, because, like, aren't they, like, huge racists? Also, two, they're cheaters. Like, they're cheaters.
0: Everyone That's knows right. that
1: they're, they're, they cheat. So how can you right. even be a fan of a team that knowingly you know he, they cheat? So
2: now now hold on let's backtrack for a second what makes you say they're racist
1: doesn't like i think like their the owner like the coach or something is like a is a huge conservative and supported trump and also what's his face yeah the the owner
2: is and
1: um the guy the main tom brady he's like a huge trump supporter right he is so yeah fuck them um but besides that they're like
2: it's a boston team sport because that's the real answer Well, yeah, New England.
1: But um, I just, besides all of that, um, how like they don't deserve to be to play in the Super Bowl if they are cheaters, but they keep finding themselves in the Super Bowl. So I want to say that they shouldn't make it based on that. Um, However, the ones that oh, also they probably won't make it anyways because apparently. Um, they're 11-5 to 5 right now. And that is the fewest win since 2009. So it probably won't even happen.
2: Yeah, but they I think they won in 2009. <laughs> huh? I think they won the Super Bowl in 2009.
1: But it's the fewest wins since then. So Yeah, I got you. Um, I was doing some research, and it seems like New Orleans, the Saints, um, they have crazy offense. They're averaging 37 points per game. I don't know. Such a strong offense. Maybe they'll make it. All the way to Super
2: Bowl. Okay, so you, you say the, the Saints from the NFC are going to make it. What about for the AFC?
1: Oh, I don't know about that. What I was going to say after that is that, <laughs> all right, so really strong offense. It would be interesting for the other team to have a really strong defense and see how those two teams play out. So two teams that have had a really strong defense this year, Chicago Bears and the Chargers. So
2: maybe okay. the two so of them versus the, the, the Saints. Bears. The Bears and the Saints both can't make the Super Bowl, but the Chargers <laughs> could. So. Okay, so Chargers and the Saints. Gotcha. Wow, that's actually way different than my prediction.
1: I mean, it's probably completely wrong, but <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: the Chargers, the Chargers and the Saints are both good picks. Like they're both good picks. Okay. But I have um, for me is I have the Rams and the Chiefs. The Rams and the Chiefs.
1: Rams and the Chiefs. Okay.
2: And I have the Rams winning the Super Bowl.
1: Ah, uh, why?
2: The first of all, I had the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year, and they they almost made it to the Super Bowl. But um, the they have to me the most complete team. They have a super strong defense, and right, they're right behind the Saints for the number. They have the, like, the number two offense, so I think that they have a good balance.
1: So wait. Are the Saints and the Rams in the same thingy? Yeah. Oh, so they couldn't go against each other?
2: They could go against each other, but not in the Super Bowl. Oh, got you know it, I mean? got it,
1: got it. Okay. I'm just learning this whole, like, the bracket thingy. Like, you know, how yeah. they all the same. Okay. So. No, I got
2: you, I got you. <laughs> um, okay, so you heard it here first, folks. Wait, who wait, wait. Who do you think is going to win with the Saints or the Chargers?
1: Um. I will say the Chargers.
2: Okay. Um, we should we should make a bet on this.
1: Oh my god! Okay, but not not like
2: not like a money thing, not like a money thing. Like the bet should be like the loser has to do the other person's intros one week.
1: Okay, okay,
2: I'm writing that down. Loser, loser has to do intros. Okay, so uh, but no, let's wait. Who would you say was gonna win?
1: Chargers. Uh, the Saints
2: or oh, the Chargers? Okay, yeah, the Chargers are winning. Like it has to be exact though. So the Saints have to play the Chargers and the Chargers have to win, and the Rams have to play the Chiefs and the Chiefs and the Rams have to win. Okay.
1: Are All you right, gonna fair? send Are you gonna send a smelly pizza to my house if I lose?
2: No, no, no. You don't get a smelly pizza. Oh,
1: thanks. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. Super Bowl season. I'm so excited for the buffalo chicken dip that I will be eating. I'm making that prediction that's the prediction i'm gonna have because i'm gonna have a lot of buffalo chicken dip
2: yeah Um, buffalo chicken dip is good yeah uh makes a really good one really yeah Mm.
1: what's your favorite Um, super bowl snack super bowl food
2: man i just like wings to be real
1: yeah you have to have wings oh i'm getting give me give me wings and
2: i'll be i'll be good um flavor man i like lemon pepper i like like just buffalo I like all I like just wings in general, man.
0: Mm-hmm. I am also a fan.
2: All right. Um, moving right along.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: think I think it's time to get a little, uh, a, little riled emotional. Up. a little Emotional. Little. Are
1: you ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I can go first if you want things. Yeah, you can a go first. More. You go all first. right. I'll go first. Okay.
2: We well, gotta introduce a segment first. I mean, oh
1: yeah, like, duh. Hello. It is the two-minute tantrum. Two-minute tantrum. So, all right, I'm just going to go ahead. Um, hello. If you are on the internet and you see me on the internet and you add me on the internet, I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, let's do this. Let's be friends. But you know what? I expect my friends on the internet to, if you add me on there, say hi to me in, in real life, in person. It's super weird if you, if you add me. It's different if I request you and then you add me. And then... Like, you don't say hi to me because, okay, maybe you don't even actually know who I am, whatever. But if you had me, I'm expecting that you have an actual interest in who I am as a person and would like to talk to me. So if I am, if we're at a function and I see you and I make eye contact with you, <laughs> I may be talking about a specific person, but actually, those apply to small people. And make eye contact with you and you just keep walking, that's super weird. Like, you're the one that followed me, okay? That's really weird. And also I want to include another rant about people not really knowing each other on the internet. LinkedIn, what is the point? There is no point in adding people you don't know on LinkedIn, unless you're specifically trying to like work with them somehow, just blindly adding people to amp up your network of like, and you having like the 500 plus connections. It doesn't mean anything if you're not actually connected with them. I don't, I cannot believe that this is an actual thing that people do. You're not benefiting from this. I just, I would get all these notifications that I have requests from people that I don't know who will probably never contact me, and I just deny them. So, if you don't, if you actually want to be my friend, message me on there. And if you want to be my friend on Instagram, Facebook, send me a request. And then say hi to me when you see me in person. That's all that I ask. Okay.
2: Damn, you snapped. Thank you. Right. It's weird. timer.
1: All right. Um, you should go now.
2: Alright, guys. Um, what is today's date? Today is January sixth. We're six days into this year. This shit's gonna come out on what, the 9th? Stop saying happy new year. Just stop. What the fuck? It's already we're already deep as hell into the year. Like don't and, and if you say Merry Christmas, I might back backhand you to be honest. Like yo, like that shit's over with, the jolly season's over with. It's time to get to work, time to grind. Like, yo, leave that shit in the past. Like, I think three days is acceptable, four days at most, five if you're if 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 you have a, if you have like if you, if you're desperate. But w- once you hit six or more, cut that shit out, man. Honestly, I feel weird. I felt weird when it was like January 3rd and somebody said Happy New Year to me. Like, yo, what? Like, I'm getting Happy New Year emails, right? And I'm responding back like, bro, it's a week later it's a week later like come on guys let's let's get past this let's get into the new year so let's start talking about the end of this year it's already it's already feel like it's almost over time's going by so quick but yeah i'm done
1: yeah um we're about a weekend to the new year Uh, i am also kind of like over this is the quickest i've ever been um getting over the holidays like once new year's hit i was like all right like and once christmas was over i'm like wow i'm like i'm ready for it to be done thank goodness that it's over and i don't know if it's because like i'm growing up which is really sad um but i don't know i was just like i was really into the holiday season while it was lasting but any second longer than that i'm like are you really you're (laughs) it's over we're Mm -hmm. moving on now (laughs) um so yeah I understand where you're coming from and also it makes the holidays less special if you continue celebrating when it's over
2: right right right
1: so yeah it's over people um but now that our tantrums are also over it is now time for my favorite this is my favorite segment of the of our episodes and it is the
2: cringe <laughs> moment
1: cringe moment of the week
2: oh this is a good one
1: Um, so for this cringe moment, um, we have another reporter totally, um, mispronouncing something, mispronouncing a name. And last, in 20, for our legit list, my favorite cringe moment was a similar situation where a reporter, um, could not pronounce a city that was in Spanish at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that our first cringe moment of the year is a similar situation. So this reporter is reporting on a fallen officer and for some reason did not practice pronouncing the officer's name beforehand. And here it is.
0: To say their final goodbyes to this fallen Louisville police officer, D.D. D. Megadudu, I'm sorry, Mangudu.
1: So I think I think the, the video would be less cringy if she didn't mispronounce it in a way that made it sound like she was calling her a poo-poo
2: <laughs> Poop. you don't know, I had to rewatch that like ten times because it was so fucking funny
1: yeah and she just kept messing it up too um I I'm glad I just want to take this moment to say that I'm glad that I am not a reporter because I would definitely mess up names
0: mm-hmm. on air
1: but like you would think that they would pr- they would practice beforehand also I wonder how much backlash she got because not only was she like calling mispronouncing someone's name to sound like a sound like poop but or duty but um it was also a police officer that just died so good luck to that <laughs> reporter surviving man after it, you know what it,
2: it's not it's not the reporter's fault though because in the other situation it wasn't that guy's fault either because there's supposed to be somebody that preps a reporter for like how to say certain things you know really? what i mean yeah like, it's actually somebody's job to, to, like, tell them whether it's on an intercom in the ear or, or ahead of time before they start reporting how the wow. harder to the, the pronounce words are.
1: As Beyonce would say, someone's getting fired. Yeah. But, Wilson, how do we know that they're not just doing this for publicity?
2: That's the thing, <laughs> too.
1: Uh, stay woke. Stay woke, exactly. Um,
2: um, yeah. Wow, season... Four, That's incredible. Who would have thought we would be four seasons in? That's... Not
1: me. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going strong, and I'm really excited for this year. I'm, like, I'm setting in goals uh, for this year. I don't want to put certain expectations too high, like, oh, my God, this this is going to be the best year of my life. I'm going to do everything that I want to do for uh, that I've always wanted to do. I don't want to put those type of expectations on me, but... I do have goals, which I, I think I talked about in the last episode, and I'm really enthusiastic about the goals, and it, like, energizes me, and so I'm just going to run with that energy for as long as possible.
2: Word. Um, yeah, well, this year's going to be great for all of us. I feel it. Um, I think we have, we have our eyes on the prize this year. Yes, And exactly. this podcast is going to reach new heights. I promise,
1: and it's it's gonna document it to you. We can look back, like wow.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think we can officially announce that we are officially an an Apple podcast. Yes, <laughs> we are an we're, uh, officially. We're legit. not an Apple exclusive. We're not exclusively on Apple, but we are an Apple podcast.
1: So, what does that mean for our listeners? Or not means, what does it mean for our listeners, but what, what does it just mean in general? Like explain it to our listeners.
2: That means we can sell ads.
1: Okay, well no, I it <laughs> that means we that can we're sell legit. Ads. We've reached a new level. We, of are legit. Legit. we are
2: officially legit.
1: Yes. Um and if you wanna hear more of us, check out our playlist, um, be nostalgic about twenty eighteen and listen to our officially legit jams. Sp- 2018 playlist but we'll have a new one coming out soon and
2: yeah.
1: yes and you can find me on some, some things
2: I've been jamming on I said I've had some things I've been jamming on
1: me too and I'm excited sure um, in the meantime you can find me on Twitter and Facebook under cat Lim no nope. Twitter and Instagram under Catlim Design and on Facebook under Kat Lim
2: yeah you could find me on Instagram Snapchat Twitter MySpace Fortnite, xbox live at wz happening uh hit me up for my nintendo switch id so we can play smash brothers yeah
1: and until then hit us up <laughs> sound like a
2: yeah thing. Hit me up wow <laughs> <laughs> so wow what a way to wrap it up you can find <laughs> us at two official two legit on twitter um yeah we'll see you guys next week welcome to season four
1: yes welcome to 2019 see ya